Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, July 18th. U.S. equity futures are flat to down very small. So you have S&P and Dow futures essentially unchanged. NASDAQ futures are down about 17 points or just 10 basis points. So not a whole lot of movement in the U.S. so far. Similar price action in Europe, you have the major indices there about flat up small. You're seeing outperformance in healthcare, autos, industrials, basic resources, chemicals. You're seeing underperformance in telecom, um, along with insurance, energy, and utility. Telecom stocks are off over a percent in Europe following the price action in the U.S. You've had very heavy selling in U.S. telecom stocks, AT&T, Verizon, um, largely because of this whole lead cable controversy. But in general, it seems people are just liquidating their exposure to the whole group. Um, And then in Europe, you're seeing, uh, again, the whole group get hit very hard. Asia generally suffered losses. The Hang Seng fell 2%. Shanghai Comp fell about 40 basis points. Japan outperformed. You have a Nikkei rally about 30 basis points. So really not much to talk about since the U.S. closed yesterday. It was a very quiet evening and morning of major news, um, especially on the on the macro front. No big economic data. You didn't really have any controversial central bank comments. Um, you know, we're kind of sort of in a quiet period for, for monetary policy ahead of um, a string of huge meetings next week. So the Fed next Wednesday, ECB next Thursday, BOJ next Friday. Um, you had a couple of ECB remarks this morning, but in general, most central banks are kind of in a quiet period um, ahead of next week's, ahead of all the decisions next week. For earnings, no one in the US reported last night. In Europe, Novartis is probably the big one. That stock is rallying. It's helping healthcare to outperform in Europe, strong results increased guidance, buyback, et cetera. So generally well-received report from that large cap pharma stock, uh, but otherwise no other major reports in in Europe. Um, you know, just circling back to the US, I think the narrative is certainly shifting. The CPI last week, again, it wasn't news to anyone that the US economy is in a state of disinflation. We've had disinflationary data for several months. I think though that the CPI last week was a important psychological development um, as it really altered the psychology of the market, um, and it is causing people to really embrace this, you know, soft landing narrative that you are going to have now, intensifying disinflationary. That the forces of disinflation will intensify going forward. Economic data is stabilizing to upticking, so you're kind of in this sweet spot, this Goldilocks era of data. Um, that coupled with positioning, which is certainly not appropriate to where the market currently is. Um, it's kind of making stocks trade very resilient. And I agree with the disinflationary part. I do think that you are in this, you are going to see an intensification of disinflationary forces going forward. Um, my worry remains, though, that you're going to start to see fading price momentum start to create some obstacles for earnings, not so much in Q2, but more in Q3 when we get those results later in, in October. Um, and the Ford announcement yesterday morning, I really, I think, encapsulates this risk. So Ford came out yesterday so that they were slashing prices on their F-150 Lightning, which is their most popular electric vehicle. Um, it's done very well in the market. But they said because of increased production, because of lower input costs, because of higher output, they're going to be cutting prices. All of that is a macro positive. Those are all the things that we want, wanted to hear as, as the pandemic distortions start to fade away and things get back to normal. Um, you know, Again, all that is bullish. However, it is going to be an issue for Ford earnings and Ford, Ford shares are among the weakest in the entire market last week. Um, no, I think people think that this is a an electric vehicle specific problem and that there has been price war activity in that industry now for several months. That certainly is the case. 
but I do think that there's going to be this kind of macro versus micro dichotomy over the coming months whereby we start to see, again, bullish disinflationary data, intensification of disinflationary forces, but that starts um, becoming an issue for earnings. And it's not going to be an immediate problem, um, which is why I don't think people should necessarily be you know, aggressively shorting the market at all. But it is just something to keep in mind as we go into the Q3 season um, in October. So those are all the big themes. Like I said, not really a whole lot of news to mention this morning for the calendar today. You get U.S. retail sales at 8.30, and then you get a bunch of earnings before the open Bank of America, Bank of New York, Lockheed Martin, Morgan Stanley, PNC, Schwab, and Synchrony Financial. Not much after the close, just J.B. Hunt um, and Omnicon, the media company. And then um, you know we get a bunch of reports over the course of this week, including in tech, you get Netflix and Tesla, um, along with IBM. But it's really next week that the, the crushing volume of reports hits. Um, along with, again, all the central bank meetings I mentioned earlier. That is everything for today, Tuesday, July 18th. Thank you for listening.